Hey folks, earn your computer science post-bac degree online from Oregon State University eCampus with flexible academic plans to help you balance your studies with work and life. Two of my favorite things. A post-bac allows you to use your existing bachelor's degree in any field and take only computer science courses to earn a second bachelor's degree online. The best part? You don't need any previous computer science training to enroll. Learn more and take the next step at ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash rebound. Oh, it's been a good show, everybody. Is, so, is someone going to say technology? So, right no, away, I was right? deliberately not saying it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't want to say it either, but I guess I did. But I did say it so sort of you know, mockingly. Know. What do you know, Lex? We got rumors about iOS 13 to discuss. Indeed. I have an update on my Cavo experience. Oh, okay. I've got, I've got an update on, the, on my Mac Mini. No, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, my, my grand basement uh, and first floor experiments. Is your grand so, basement? Whatever order is, we want to is a grand basement like yes. a grandparent? Is that is that like some sort no, of relative? I'm grand, not it has with? vaulted ceilings. Oh. It has vaulted oh. ceilings. That's why it's a grand basement. Now it's got that over the exactly. Cathedral of Notre Dame. Too soon. Oh, too soon. Too oh. soon. Too soon. Too I'm an. Soon. I'm the asshole this week. <laughs> Like oh the God. Notre Dame Cathedral, you're fired. Oh, John is the only pure one among us. What a weird state of affairs that is. You guys are terrible. <laughs> so last week, I don't know if either of you were super tuned into this, but the Disney did their Disney Plus rollout. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that potentially changes... I think as we maybe chatted about this a little bit, potentially changes some of the calculus in terms of where Apple's going to price their streaming service. Do you think that they did not announce their price? In, in uh... I started to think that after Disney did. Like yeah. Maybe they decided, we've got time. We should see what else. Because Comcast, right. I don't know when Comcast is launching theirs. I thought it was also coming this year. <laughs> what, what does Comcast have? Do they have something? NBC. <laughs> they own NBC Universal, so Universal oh, Pictures okay. and all NBC Pictures. Yeah, a right. lot of stuff. Okay. I was just Fine. there, not at the park, <laughs> but at the place where you do meetings, this past Friday. So they were telling me all the things they have, which is basically everything. <laughs> <laughs> they also still that's not true because i watched some of the disney thing and disney has a lot of stuff disney has that's true. a fuck ton of content oh my god it's amazing yeah i i think they have the fact that they have so much content and they can say like all right we're gonna roll this out seven bucks a month seventy dollars a year that's our line in the sand that is incredible i mean that's a is, is a ton of not just like content right because like any place can have netflix has like a ton of content but i think netflix is good to bad content ratio is not as yeah. strong as disney's no disney's got the brand name i mean like i have to think you guys both being parents like i know your your kids are getting older but like i feel like if you were the parent Thanks of a young reminding me yeah constantly <laughs> really yeah. every moment but i mean like if you're the parent of young children i have to imagine that like 70 dollars a year to have all the disney movies all the pixar yeah. movies yeah i mean and Star Wars. Right. I mean, that's not even getting to Star Wars and Marvel, right? Which is like, right. that's, you know, that definitely has appealed to younger kids, but that like spans it all the way into like old people yeah, like so, us. To, to, they're like me. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what's interesting to me. I, listen, I think that Disney is, I'll certainly try the trial of it. It feels something that's more likely for me to be a dip in and dip out membership, if that's possible. Interesting. Because we don't have a constant, like, honestly, because I don't need the, the Marvel and Star Wars stuff because I own them. <laughs> Right, but you're going to have originals, but, too. Because I don't care. But, like, 
I, they were talking about here's our original shows for kids. I'm like, you know, my kids will watch whatever the hell they can find on Netflix. I don't need to have. They're not going to be like, I can't miss this new special Disney streaming services only series. I don't think. Well, not, that's not, not how currently their pop probably works. But like no, by the time you they, raise them, you raise them in sensory deprivation tanks. That's right. You were just indiscriminate in the content that you expose them to. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> I am. Anya and I are watching The West Wing. We've almost finished season one on Netflix. So nice. Okay. I show them good stuff. Okay. All right. You can stay. But no, I mean, I think the Disney thing is interesting. I just don't understand. Netflix's strategy right now is to keep making content at an incredible cost and to steadily raise rates. Yeah. Because they assume that you're already hooked. Yeah. And God damn if it's not working. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Me off about. Yeah. Well, that, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I will probably jump. I mean, I, I jump currently uh, with Hulu and, um, uh, what's the uh, what's the game the game of what's what's that place H- anyway that place too <laughs> and um hubbo we'll probably and maybe we'll do it with disney although it seems like at that price point i might as, might as well just pay for it but but if i were to turn off the the netflix tap that flows into this house i would yeah. my my life expectancy would be shortened greatly well that's the thing for me like a 70 dollars a year price especially like that to me is is worth it to pay up front just because I feel like I can, I feel confident I can guarantee a year's, like I can make that 70 yeah. bucks back. Uh, yeah, and, right. and that to me is and, the compelling and, part. You know, you and I are like ground zero for this. Right. Stuff. I mean, Star Wars and Marvel is kind of right in my yes. wheelhouse. So, right. And, and with the fact that it's not just the existing properties, right. But the fact that they are launching originals into that space. Yeah. Which is yeah. what makes it compelling. I mean, so there's there's the Mandalorian, there's Mandalorian, and then there's they're doing a bunch of Marvel shows. They're doing a Loki show, and they're uh, doing a Vision and uh, and Scarlet Witch and Bucky show. and Falcon and Bucky and Falcon. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I like and, how uh, many of these uh, Rogue hurling my money at the screen. How many of these have you guys made up just now? Yeah. None of them yet. Because <laughs> Mandalorian sounds like a Back to the Future trilogy situation. <laughs> and then monkey and loki and high key i don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. that's literally yeah. literally just words you're, you're uttering that are nonsense are you gonna do a uh that's what a, i thought you were doing not showing with um not playing on the marvel not on the marvel playing. stuff uh i lex i think has steadfastly refused to engage in that no i'll do anything i'll do anything, <laughs> anything you said well that was a mistake <laughs> Have we, yeah, have now we you're announced, in, we now you're in what for we're it. Next, right? we're, we're we did announce for next 156 season, hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next season of not playing is uh, all eight I Fasts was. and the Furious. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, perhaps unwisely. Okay, that may be I'm the, out. That may be the season <laughs> that kills us. I am out. <laughs> that is the that is the one thing I, I have will no say. I did comment the other day because people were talking about the uh, new version of the Lion King coming out. That I have never seen the original Lion King. <laughs> No. So there, and somebody said to me, if only you had a podcast. <laughs> right. It'll be available on your uh, Disney streaming service. Indeed, indeed it will. Perhaps I will yeah, even watch right. it. Anyway, so I, yeah, I think that th- that does change the, the, the math for, for Apple, I, I think, because I was saying eight to ten bucks, which they still could do, but it's, it's definitely... That seems just, like a stretch. Seems that seems like a real seems stretch. High. When if you, you're going to go you, in with... Unless they're going to pull a rabbit out of their butts, but I, they don't have... Um, Unless that rabbit is like Bugs Bunny, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, they need to... Someone was talking about them buying Paramount and uh, CBS. Yeah, I mean, always a possibility, but it really... I would be surprised if that happened. 
I would be surprised if that happened too. I don't think it's a bad move though. I mean, if they could own Star Cause, Trek, because I think we've discussed this before, they don't. They just don't. I mean, they're trying to launch a streaming service, and they're they're going to have just like a. They've got some good talent working on the stuff that they're producing, but, but they don't have a back catalog, right? No back catalog, and the number of shows. If they're even if they're launching, say a dozen shows, yeah. I mean, that's, it's not nothing, but it's also not. Like, what's your hit ratio, right? Like, how many of those yeah. are are things that people are going to, like, need to watch? So, the the other move that they have is to do what uh, Apple... No, I'm sorry, what Amazon did with HBO, where you can stream some HBO shows even without an HBO Go mm. subscription as long as you have the Amazon Prime subscription. So, like, if they can find some major storied provider they don't have to own it they just have to strike that deal right they can well, yeah. i mean which which archive. they basically just have they just have to pay for it right or exactly right subsidize or say you can you can or find a way to undercut essentially the like add-on channel prices maybe even like oh you can yeah. you can subscribe to hbo for 15 dollars a month through the apple tv but if you're also a tv plus subscriber we cut it to seven dollars or whatever like and, yeah. and that, they would just be eating that money is the problem and it's like right. that's that's not a great play either. So part of me wonders no. if they'll launch at like five bucks or something just to be like, look, we don't we don't have a lot of content now, but we're building up and we're going to start out at five yeah. bucks a month. Like, because, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a, it's an interesting question because you're right. If they walk in with like, all right, eight dollars and everyone looks at eight dollars and then looks at yeah. Disney's huge vault of content and says, well, yeah. this is a dollar a month cheaper. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's And tough... I don't feel I don't feel like this is I don't know. I mean, they could they could home pot it again, I guess, but uh... <laughs> what what does that verb mean in this context? <laughs> Overprice it? <laughs> ah, okay. Thank you. All right. Hey, the home pod's 50 bucks cheaper Overprice than it used and, to, man. Under deliver. <laughs> and then cut the price like a year down the road. Yeah, they did. They finally cut the price, right? Not like enough. 20 <laughs> 20 bucks what uh, was 50, it it's 50 it's 50 50 they yeah. by 50 yeah but it's right. still okay. 300 bucks which is way more expensive it's, than right. most of the competition so yeah that's a tough yeah game. yeah so a lot a lot happening there that was an interesting move i say i still don't have one and meanwhile <laughs> um the speaking of the digital streaming stuff um at&t sold its stake of hulu um, right which is now just basically i think comcast owns a third and disney owns two-thirds is that true? It's wow. Something like that, yeah. Uh, because because Fox owned part oh, of it. Because it was Fox and ABC, yep. right? That makes sense. Uh, and everybody is kind of speculating that Comcast is basically going to sell their share out as well, and that it will become because Comcast will go take all its stuff to its streaming service, leaving Hulu yeah. as kind of the Disney location for stuff that it doesn't want to associate with the Disney brand name directly. Right, like more. I guess I think more adult stuff. Right, like because most of the all the stuff pretty much on the Disney Plus is like family friendly. Right, Star Wars, yeah. even even the Star Wars and Marvel stuff is considered more or less like family content. Yeah. So I think, although that, you know, you know, I mean, well, what's what else? What do they? Well, I guess they have other. They have Fox. Do they own those right? properties like, that are on Hulu that are not family friendly? I mean, it depends on the studio producing it, and then and who yeah. owns it, right? Like they own. Well, I'm trying to think. I mean, I and I don't like. I don't. I don't subscribe to Hulu enough to know. I mean, like I do. I do. I do a drive by basically, and and um, and then recently I've been doing a drive by for uh, Runaways, mm. which is sort of uh, more. But it's. I mean, it's not any really more. It's not any more adult than the rest of the Marvel universe. Yeah, they swear slightly more. My Hulu membership exists so that I can watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine when my TiVo forgets to record it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's an insurance policy. Also, I'm going to correct myself because I saw our friend Joe Steele 
pointing out that this story has been misreported in a couple of places. Essentially, AT&T sold its minority stake in Hulu to Hulu, which is still kind of a company in yeah. and of itself. So it's not right. that they necessarily sold that to Comcast. Disney. It's that that last 10% is now owned by the company itself. Right. So effectively still, Disney has majority control. So that's probably what You know what going. Disney doesn't have majority control of, Dan? Me, Lex, me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not the true. The made-to-measure suits I prefer to wear, that's what they don't have majority control over. Uh, as you guys may know, because you're regular listeners of this show, I wish I could say that about myself, but as you guys know, uh, and James Thompson probably knows, uh, I don't wear a suit that's off the rack. I wear made-to-measure suits from my good, good friends at Indochino. Indochino makes suits and shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort, uh, and they give you the option to personalize all the details, the lapel, the lining, the pockets, the buttons. You can measure yourself uh, and shop at home online at Indochino.com and submit your measurements with your design choices. Or you can go to their stores. They've got 40 showrooms in North America. This week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379 at Indochino.com. All you have to do is enter the code REBOUND at checkout. That is 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit, plus shipping is free. Again, it's Indochino.com promo code REBOUND for any premium suit for just $379 and free shipping. Incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. Once you go custom, you don't go back. And uh, I get compliments every time I don one of my Indochino suits. And I got two because I bought one after they gave me one because I liked the first one so darn much. So check it out, Indochino.com promo code REBOUND. Uh, iOS 13 stuff, which you alluded to up top. A lot happening there with a scoop from, uh, I believe, predominantly Steve Schrotten-Smith uh, over at 9to5Mac, I think, had the original uh, original report on it. Dark mode. I don't dark understand mode. all of it, but I understand some of it. <laughs> yeah, well, dark system li- system-wide dark mode, uh, which would also basically work with Marzipan apps on the, that like run on the iPad. Basically, dark mode would be treated the same on the mac and ios fine i don't understand the multiple windows thing is kind of the big one right on the ipad that's that's what i don't quite yeah understand. the description well, yeah. seems weird I, I it didn't even seem to me like it's, it was saying only on the ipad it seems like it was saying it on iphone too unless they updated it since i read it but it's like that apps will have multiple cards they lead into it saying on uh, there are many changes coming to ipad with ios 13 including the ability for apps to have multiple windows but it is unclear to me exactly how that works or what that will look like. I, I thought the most interesting and the one that I, I did sort of grok from the uh, from the description was the system-wide undo gesture, yeah. which is basically like a, like a three-finger swipe on the keyboard or three-finger tap, then sliding left and right. Like you have like, a, a, even better if it adds like multiple levels of undo, that would be kind of amazing because I don't uh, Apple's never done that. Yeah, shake undo is horrible. And shake I undo, it. we can all agree, is bad. <laughs> I want to put out a couple things though. One of the number one, so first of all, I use a third-party keyboard, um, so I'm, I don't think it'll apply. I use the Gboard keyboard. But second of all, the number one place where I use Undo is in the Mail app after undo after archiving a mm-hmm, message yeah. that I don't want to archive. Yep, yep. And there's no keyboard visible there. So how the hell is that universal mm-hmm. Undo gesture going to work when I don't right. have a keyboard on screen? Somebody answer right. me that. Riddle me this. You have to shake it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. Has Lex, Lex, have you actually seen the the uh, the '68 Batman? Is that? <laughs> is that where that is that where that because that's to me that's where riddle me this comes that was from, a but... reference to a batman i haven't seen yes okay well it, yeah. it was a, bat, a reference to a batman knowing that it existed okay all right i just wanted to check that's if, that, Marvel, if, that, if that reference was coming from someplace other than that 
That's DC Comics, if memory serves. You were correct. Wow. Uh, the the reference is coming from inside the house. We've all grown so much on this podcast. Too much, maybe. <laughs> Too Bolt much. makes a lot of puns now. Dancing's has been a while. It's fantastic. <laughs> Lex has infected us like a virus. <laughs> Lex can name a DC comic. <laughs> it has been a cultural exchange, gentlemen. Trump! Shut it all down. <laughs> Uh, that's a DC Joker. Uh, yeah, so we got the 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 undo gesture, which we'll have to see how that's implemented. What else you got? Mail improvements, which is great because I wrote a column on Macworld on that, like within the last couple months, about how crappy it is that Apple has done basically nothing to the mail app for years. And uh, Gmail recently updated its iOS app to be more like all the mail apps that were really popular uh, back when I still worked at Macworld. Uh, there was Mailbox, which got acquired by Dropbox mm-hmm. and then shut down for reasons that defile Kick <laughs> and would, Spark yeah. and some others. Uh, but now Gmail lets you swipe in directions of your choosing to take actions of your choosing. But what I really like about that is that whatever actions you assign to swipe gestures in the Gmail app um, also are the pop-up menus in Notification Center. So, like, if you prefer to archive or snooze messages from there, you can add that as a thing. So, anyway. I'm excited for the mail app improvements because I I use both apps on my phone. I use the Gmail app when I want to search for mail, and I use the mail app all the other times. I find I mostly use mail for deleting mail. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's mostly what I use email for, period. Uh, Yeah. Right, right. Logging, like, resetting my password (laughs) and... And deleting messages. I do like, so it'll apparently have that sort of organizing messages in the categories like marketing, mail, purchases, travel, etc., which Gmail has done for a long time, uh, which is great because I get so many freaking marketing messages, even as I'm like, I'm slowly trying to unsubscribe from things as I get stuff. But I, I just can't do it fast enough, especially in the run up to the election season. Like, it's just yes. too hard. Right. Um, that's great. The, there's a read later queue, which I, uh, I, I, I don't tend to use as much, but I can understand why people would be into that. Multiple selection stuff, you know, that's kind of the stuff that we've seen a little bit on the iPhone X and iPad, I guess. Uh, and then some of the rest of it is a little unclear. They mentioned like split view, you can have a different menu bar color and it's like, cool. Um, <laughs> that's, that was definitely my biggest problem with split view. <laughs> It was not. I tried a uh, hack this week. Oh, which oh, is tell. I well, I like um, I I liked the old style dark mode, which was just the menu bar and the dock. Okay. And yep. Um, yep. And so I tried this this uh, command line doohickey thing, um, which works very well unless you try to go to notifications. <sighs> and when you go to notifications, you cannot read notifications because the text of notifications is uh, in black letters and the background is in dark gray. <laughs> nice. So I wish they would return that, that that option as well. I would like a third option. Uh, mildly dark <laughs> is what I would like, uh, or whatever you want to call it. But well, if, um, if this is dark chocolate, you want like milk chocolate. I would like, yes. <laughs> the milk chocolate of interfaces. <laughs> Which is my rap name. <laughs> um, but... I can't do I can't do dark mode on, on the Mac anyway. I would definitely I think I would probably almost very likely do dark mode on iOS, but uh, I can't do it. On the you Mac. heard it here first. He would do it almost very likely, everybody. Almost very likely. <laughs> Thank oh, you. That's yeah. If I had a nickel for every time, <laughs> you'll, you'll get nothing. You'll get nothing from me, Dan Morin. 
That's I just want that sweet, sweet new volume HUD because I think the old one is terrible. <laughs> you don't like you don't like the thing you don't like it popping up right in the middle and covering everything. I appreciate how many screenshots include it. <laughs> you know, it's funny because they made a big deal a couple like a year or two ago about how they have a I think it's only in video players. They now video, yep. they have an alternate one. And not even all video uses it. It must be like yes. up to the, the developers to implement it. But it's that is the worst part. The worst part is when you know there's a better way to do this. And they just people have not done it, and you're like, why? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That was the worst. I, I mean, it's fine on the Mac, really, because I feel like it doesn't. It, the screens are so big, but on the iPhone, it's like it takes up the like huge part of the screen that you're using. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Yeah, on the Mac, it's a, it's like a. I mean, a, the, you know, if you do the percentages, it's uh, a thirty second of the screen. I would say. <laughs> Whereas on iOS, Sci- it's like, that's science, people. It, it's like an eighth. Uh, I like that the Safari on iOS 13 for the iPad will automatically ask for a desktop version of websites when necessary, preventing a common issue where websites will render the iPhone version even when running on an iPad with a big screen. Definitely seen that. Also sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although the worst is even in the cases, I'm sure everybody's run into this, where you do the, the so pro tip in case you don't know this, you can tap and hold down the reload button to request desktop versions of the site. Downside to that's that, yeah. I get there. That's yeah. I saw that only like a few days ago. Yeah. By the way, doesn't always work. Sometimes the site just reloads for the same page you want on, like you're already on. Uh, so that sucks. I always go to the share button and then choose request. Desktop oh, site. yeah. Well, you can you can shortcut too. it by just tapping and holding oh, yeah. on the reload button. That's one to grow on, Lex. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, improved font management, which I'm sure. They, actually, there are plenty of nerds that we know who are going to be super into that. I'm sure. excited as hell, Vedica, to that feature. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I guess, I'm glad that we were able to clear the aerial. Oh, God. <laughs> John? John? <laughs> Webdings! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted you to go to cl- go classic Mac OS and be like, well, I'm going to San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but nope, you're fired. It's cool. Um, you can't fire me. That's true. <laughs> I, I do not have me. hiring and firing <laughs> powers. <laughs> what are you gonna... <laughs> Lex isn't here that much. You can't fire That's me. That's true. Oh man, that would be really, really tricky. <laughs> I think those are sort of the big ones that we've seen. Oh, I like better. Hey Siri, rejection for common mistaken noises such as laughter and crying babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's weirdly specific. <laughs> So many crying babies just want help from Siri. <laughs> uh, expanded in-app printing controls. All right. Better multilingual support for keyboards and dictation. Okay. I'm still waiting for that AirPrint open standard to hit. They promised that. <laughs> mm. AirPrint, I actually think AirPrint works pretty well in my experience. Like, I use it a decent amount to print stuff for my iOS device, and it works. I just hate that they said it was going to be available everywhere with all printers, and it never was. It's available on most printers these days. I use third-party printer drivers, third-party printer apps on my iPad. Really? Really? Yeah. Because I have a printer that I've been using for a while that does not support AirPrint. It's a laser printer that I have no desire to replace. A brother laser printer that does not support AirPrint. I have one of those as well. I use Printopia for it, though. And that's just... Oh, I... I don't use Printopia anymore. I just use their... They have an app called, like, iPrint, creatively. And uh, you just send the PDFs there, and it prints. Oh, I like I like the thing I like about AirPrint is that that means I don't have to tell other people in my household go install this other app. 
Yeah. Printopia does simplify that because since it's always running on the iMac, then it just it works transparently. It's no longer owned by the Ecamm guys, as I, I believe, and hasn't been in some time. Oh, really? Yeah, they sold. I think they sold it off. Hmm. Uh, but it still works pretty well, I have to say. I'm generally pretty happy with it. I mean, every time I use it, I think to myself the same thing. Someday, my prints will come. <laughs> oh. Oh. Charming. <laughs> He's full of fries. <laughs> He's full of fries. It's all right. Only Lex I got that one. Fries. I'm good for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's charming. Yeah, thanks. Uh, okay, so that's iOS 13. That is iOS 13. <laughs> and that's iOS 13. <laughs> Next, it's Lex's Cavo Corner. Um, I have oh, two yeah. Cavos now. I set one up in the basement as well, because I, I think I've mentioned on the show my complaints about this proprietary control four system that had been installed there. And if you want to add things to it, if you want to change anything about it, you get to pay a contractor, and I have no interest in doing that. So I switched out the light switch for um, a Wemo switch, and I got an Echo Dot for the basement. And I set up a second Cavo in the basement. So if I say, like, using if this, then that triggers. If I say, you know who, trigger theater time, it, like, dims the lights, and it turns on the TV, it switches to the right input, etc. Um, upstairs, we, you know, put in, uh, I have a, a very high windows in my living room where we watch a lot of TV, more than the basement. And the blinds there let a ton of sun in. And it was hard to close those blinds, so we got motors put in on those. And they're also compatible with the Echo. So you can say, like, give a code to the Echo and it'll close the blinds so that you can watch TV without sun shining on it. So, of course, I set up another Echo scale. So if I tell it to trigger TV time, then it closes the blinds and it turns the TV on and it dims the lights. Wonderful. Here's the fun fact that it took me about a week to figure out. At no point, it actually took me a couple days to figure out. At no point when I was configuring these if this, then that triggers or when I was configuring the Echo skills, uh, was I ever asked to indicate which Cavo I was referring to? So, in all cases, all Cavos turn on. <laughs> so, if I say watch TV, it goes on in the basement and in the family room. And um, that is dumb. <laughs> and I looked on their website and they acknowledge, hey, we have this problem. It's dumb. We're working on it, but it's not fixed yet. Is this just a um, is this just a situation where it's like we could not believe that anybody would buy two of these? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, because they've got a whole set of features for multiple Cavo owners. All right. They so just like thought nobody basement, would use the if this, then that. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like I can see what's being watched upstairs on mine if you turn that feature on. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but it's pretty hilarious. because So the funniest thing that happens is if, like I mentioned, Anya and I have been watching the West Wing. So sometimes Liam is upstairs playing on the Switch, and we're in the basement watching the West Wing. And all of a sudden, a message comes on the screen that says, turning off in like 10 seconds, press any button to cancel because he's told it to turn off upstairs. Like if you just turn it off with the remote, like a normal person, it just turns off when you're at. But if he's like, Echo, do the thing, then it's like, mine's going to turn off too. I'm like, ah! So it's now like all of our theater TV watching has gotten more uh, interactive, which is a fun perk. We're going to go with that. That's the silver Brings lining. the family together. Wow. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, so that's I'm, my problem. Yeah. I'm still glad my house is not nearly as automated as yours. <laughs> oh, I, I genuinely love it. Slowly, <laughs> I've been slowly automating John's house without his knowledge. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> or, I mean, how would you know? <laughs> because I would say things accidentally and things would happen. Oh, no, no, no. I've just triggered them from my house. <laughs> mm. I just, I okay. have the interface. <laughs> I successfully triggered Moltz's parents to send him an echo once, but it didn't, it didn't last. <laughs> mm. That's true. That's Did true. not take. Very disappointing. 
Yeah, there was a yeah, there was a fun article about that this week too. I be- believe. Yes. Before you tell us why we should still be creeped out about <laughs> echoes, you know what feels great? Paying off high interest credit cards, getting a lower rate, and saving money. Refinance your credit card balances and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Get a fixed rate as low as 6.14% APR with AutoPay. And get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 with no fees. You can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Plus, Lightstream is a division of SunTrust Bank, one of the nation's largest financial institutions. And if it's not creepy to tell you, I'll tell you that they also hold my mortgage. So you can have complete peace of mind. (laughs) Want to save even more? My listeners get an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash rebound, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash rebound. Subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash rebound for more information. But yeah, listen, you, this is not a thing that you're, you, I believe what Moltz is referencing is that Amazon employs people to listen to your messages he said to yeah so they okay yes it's it's a not it's anonymized however they still hear you know your you know they still hear actual recordings from people's houses and you know the ostensible purpose is in order to improve the echoes listening capability and i assume that there's i assume there's also a privacy there's a i i actually don't know this but i assume that there's a privacy thing where you say that you allow this. Yes. I mean, certainly there, there, is, there, is, there is the ability yeah. to disable that. Yes, I would think so. Right. I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even question that in my head. Like I wasn't even thinking in the first second that, Oh my God, they're doing this by them, you know, uh, on their own volition. Most just, people generally probably opt into it without really thinking about it. Probably because yes. it's like, Oh, probably. we want to use our, don't mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually with Lex on that one. I'm like happily opted it's, in. it's the, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, as this article points out, Apple does the same thing as does Google. That's so. what I wanted to say. Apple and Google and Microsoft <laughs> all do exactly the same thing. It's how these things get better. Yeah. I, it, there's no case where there is not a person listening to so, at least some voice requests. But it is... Unless, unless you opt out. Yes, right. indeed. And, but yes. I think with most cases, as with Siri, I think that they are probably promulgated in a way that most people opt in. Yeah. Um, I, believe, I believe I have deliberately opted out of that. <laughs> on Siri, too? Yeah. 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 I mean, because they know they certainly they don't need they don't need everybody's and no, I'm not giving them mine. And and, you know, my spouse works in an industry where she is dealing with stuff that's confidential information. So she cannot she cannot have that. She cannot have that happening. She cannot have that happening. <laughs> She's in the like, house. Echo, remind me that the perp is at this exact address. So reasonable. Yeah, reasonable. Uh, unlikely that it would actually be a problem, but I can see why you would take those precautions. Well, I mean, you. I mean, I. I can see. I can still see how this can be abused. I mean, of course, it could be abused in any case where you have pre- people involved in the system. It can be abused. Yes, right, because there are people involved. Yeah, and, and in all these cases, people are involved. I mean, like, yes, that it's a matter of trust, right? Like, it's always the trust line of saying, like, is there a situation where I Thanks, worry Billy that Joel. if this gets out, this would be, you know, possibly problematic, and you got to make that. You got to draw that line where you're comfortable. Yeah, and my my comfort level is not where yours. <laughs> not that either is, of yours. That is. is clear. That is clear. One day soon, Dan is going to edit this episode. And he's going to see how many times I tried to chime in in this conversation. In multiple <laughs> ways. I, can, but, I can hear it, but I know John can't. <laughs> I can. I can know. I heard some of it. <laughs> the thing that creeps me out more than 
all those services listening to the because honestly they should all get better and i don't mind them using things to make it get better although i, I agree with you, you got to be able to opt out and there's a creepiness factor but i really have started to truly hate um all the google captures when it's yes. like making you identify things in photos because uh-huh. i know i'm just teaching robots things and that really bothers me like i'm the robots robot and i don't like yeah. it and what i've read now and i'm not an expert on these things is that when you're i often have to do the captures multiple times it's like click all the ones that have a storefront and now all the ones with traffic lights and all the ones with cars and i was like why why does it make me do so many and people are like if you do it too fast i'm too good at captures this is basically a humble brag i'm so good at captures that they show me more because you're like that's not a good enough mousing pattern it should be a little bit more jittery and random so good so now i've learned to do captures slower it thinks he's a robot (laughs) that's his that's his rap name Have you guys had this happen though? Like, I oh, literally yeah, I, had to do it slower. I, I definitely, there are a couple, it's weird because there are a couple places in particular it almost always happens. For example, if I'm on like trying to log into the live chat on one of either Relay or the Incomparable, it invariably gives me captures, even though I regularly log into those. And it's like, you should, the whole point of this system is that you're supposed to be smart enough to like put a bunch of information together and realize I'm probably not a robot. Um, or it's like this guy is really good at solving these things for our so software. So good, <laughs> so good at puzzles. Give him some more sweet, sweet captures. I always <laughs> just feel like it's really curious to know what crosswalks look like. <laughs> like <laughs> that always worries me, especially because all the stuff that it's trying to figure out feels like stuff that would feed into an autonomous driving system. <laughs> yes, and we are all programming yep. future self-driving cars from Google. Please identify pedestrians. <laughs> Please identify cats that have run into the middle of the street. <laughs> If you had to pick one of the two things in these photos to crash, which one would you crash into? Just curious. We were talking about this the other day because I don't know. You're doing the trolley problem? Yes, that's right. I don't know. Maybe I, this might be a reference more for John than than Lex, but I was definitely having a conversation with someone the other day pointing out that it was uh, maybe this is just like a version of Ender's Game uh, where it's like we were secretly fighting a war against aliens. We just don't know. It's just happening hmm. via captures that we're filling out. Yeah. Oh, I just thought I was identifying fire hydrants. Turns out I murdered an entire <laughs> alien race. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Sorry. Awkward. They had it coming. <laughs> I had some follow-up for Dan, which is that I kind of like his game Golf Peaks that he recommended. I beat it, which I feel good about. And I, I, only, I only had to look up a hint on like the very last regular level. I got through the rest of the game without needing hints. I have occasional really walk hard. away moments um, where I just get it's too pissed at it. Tricky. Yeah. And there are like, it doesn't ever explain anything. You're just supposed to learn it over time. And I still don't know which wood thing does which thing. <laughs> um, or which. <laughs> yeah. There are a couple does which thing. There's a couple of things that is not always the most easy uh, in terms of certain like terrain. That you get introduced to, yes. but you you do figure it out. I, I really liked it a lot. That game was worth the two or three bucks or whatever I paid for it, and I, I played all the way through, including if you do happen to get all the way to the end of the game at the after the credits, <laughs> there is a bonus level. <laughs> Nick Fury. Yes, literally, there is literally a bonus level all the way after the credits. <laughs> so yeah, and I I just downloaded another golf game that I was kind of interested in called Nano Golf, but I don't really. I'm not finding myself enjoying that one, so I probably won't keep going with that. But I'm always on the lookout mm-hmm. for more games. I don't know why I like golf games. I don't like golf that much. I like mini golf. <laughs> I like mini golf. 
I Love did just yeah. today. Who doesn't like mini golf? Speaking of mini golf and golfing games, I did just today for the first time beat the putt putt mode on Pocket Run Pool. I have likely played it like a hundred times or more, <laughs> and I beat my first putt putt today, which nice. Congratulations! Um, to you. Was very exciting and hmm. not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I have collected more than four hundred sixty million dollars on my uh, competitive man. Game. If only that was real money, my friend. Uh, well, speaking of I not win. worth it, yes. Speaking of not worth it, Lex has gotten me back into um, hold down, mm. <laughs> which he mentioned. He mentioned again the other day, last week or the week before, whenever it was. Doing the um, and uh, and my God, I just I cannot get any better at that damn game. <laughs> <laughs> I am barely, I am slightly better every once in a while just from random luck at the uh, the draw of the setup of those things. The I manage to The first do like, better, 20 turns but, dictate everything that will follow. Like, if, if, if it can give yeah. you garbage that makes it unplayable, for sure. Yeah. And, and, I, and yet I am now, I'm like completely addicted again and, and still just like, you know, I am just butting my head against the wall. Have you beaten everything and you're on endless so. or are you some, are you still beating some? Yes, I'm on, yes, I'm on endless. Yeah. I mean, I've been on endless for a while, but like, I can't, I can't get up to, you know, close to where, <laughs> where you are. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not terrible. <laughs> I'm not terrible. I think I'm like, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm like, I think I'm at like 400 and something and you're at like 800 and something. Right. You're like Beto numbers and yeah. I'm, I'm like Biden numbers. That's what <laughs> Oh, sure yeah <laughs> uh i had a small piece of follow-up that was actually about the mac mini <laughs> well that is small though oh, no is the mac mini small <laughs> it is small uh i updated it to mojave which was a long time coming and one of the downsides as i think i mentioned on a previous episode was that uh, mac os server has lost a lot of functionality yes. in mojave they removed a bunch of stuff including the vpn server which i did use but somebody had pointed me towards an application called VPN Enabler, which is essentially just a front end because all the all the server, all the software for the running the VPN server is still there, like on the command line. There's just no UI for it anymore. Got so it. somebody wrote like a piece of an app that basically just lets you enable that and has all the UI set up. Works great. Uh, it's like 15 bucks, but I, I downloaded it. I installed it. I set it up and it, I think it works possibly better than the, the old Mac OS server yeah. VPN. Um, huh. so thumbs up to that. And I've got my VPN up and running again, which is great. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, I ended up not losing the functionality I was worried about losing in Mojave, which is really nice. That is really nice. Yeah. That's yeah. A, the first piece of Mac mini good news we've heard from you in some time. Let me tell you, <laughs> I am excited. Thing has so, been running for a while. I have been contemplating uh, getting an iPad Pro. Now I have an iPad Pro. I have the original gigantic iPad Pro with a Logitech case, and I love it. I have very few complaints about it. The one primary complaint is that that Logitech Pro keyboard, coupled with the gigantic iPad, is pretty heavy. It is not iPad weight. It is laptop weight. Um. So I was thinking about what if I switched to. Yeah an iPad Pro that was just a 10-inch variety with Apple's case. Um, and I can't decide because it gets very expensive very quickly. <laughs> and I don't know what to do with the yeah. old iPad Pro. Oh, it does. It's the, uh, I don't know if you noticed, they're not giving those things away. No, they really aren't. Yeah, I, I don't know. The new ones are really, I mean, they're really cool looking. I have to say, they're impressive pieces of hardware. And I was definitely tempted by, you know, just going into a store and looking at, like, the 11-inch model. I was like, mm, this is really nice. But like you, Lex, I have a perfectly functional iPad, I feel like, that I also don't know what to do with. And it's expensive to replace. 
So I don't know. The one thing I have got uh, that slowed me down, and I posted this on Twitter this week, is that my smart keyboard, the seam is split on one mm-hmm. side. And uh, I'm not really sure what to, I, I asked if any if anyone else had run into that, and I did get a number of people saying they had encountered it. So I'm not sure that Apple will fix it. It sounds like a lot of people took theirs in and they got told it's like normal wear and tear, uh, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't can't do those keyboards, huh, Apple? Yeah. I, I'll say that just on the keyboard topic, the one thing that I haven't, the one reason I haven't pulled the trigger yet, besides not knowing what the hell to do with it, uh, with my old one, is I love that my Logi Logitech keyboard for the iPad Pro has a function key row that's like does the brightness mm. and volume and everything. And I saw the Apple keyboard didn't. I was like, but I I really have gotten accustomed to those buttons. It makes it feel much more laptopish to me. So that was that's well, there, one there thing are, you got other options. I mean, the Jason Snell really likes the bridge keyboard, which is also does he have the new one? He ha- I he think he I think he does because I was gonna I was gonna mention that because I um I signed up to buy that the minute it was announced and it's been back they're they're it's been, they had to push back the production of it like a month I think um so. Yeah. I'm still looking forward to it. I liked their previous keyboards. Um, and the thing that I like about them is that it's a hinge uh, so that the edge of the iPad goes into like a hinge thing and holds it instead of having yeah. like a cloth or, I think the, or some the, sort of plastic thing. The thing that holds me back on that is like Lex, it, like, it starts getting into laptop territory. And if it's like... It's yeah, it'll probably be heavy. It's, it's the reason... I, I mean, it's given that I'm still on an 11-inch Air... Anything that gets close to the 11 inch air in size and weight is like, I'm just, why don't I just yeah. bring the air? Um, yeah. Do well, I with the you, MacBook Pro, it's, it's a different equation. Do either of you use the, uh, the pencil or any version yes. of the pencil? Occasionally. Yes. I have one, but I, I always, it's invariably out of charge when I go to use it because I use it so infrequently. Right. And so that's why you, you have the, you have the, iPad you have the one. I right. the original, yeah. But yeah. So, so I, mine is stuck to my iPad all the time. And so I have found that I sometimes will use it. Like if I get an idea and I want to jot something down, I actually find it easier to write something in notes than to type it. And particularly you find, since you can't, since typing on an iPad is painful without any kind of keyboard. How do you find the text recognition or do you not use that functionality? Um, I don't use it that much. And I, I, is there a way to turn the text into no, uh, yeah, not, there's well, no way to turn not, it. I mean, not by first party. There, there are some third party. Yeah, software. there's a lot of third party. Right, apps right. So, I, and I have not bought a. Th- I have not bought a third party thing. I have not bought a third party to do that. Um, the the thing that I've noticed though, even if you write in notes just um, freehand, and if you're if your freehand is somewhat legible, it will scan that and it'll use that information yes. to for search and for like. Um, Whatever the the, right. the title, it'll come up. With, yeah. You know, it'll it'll still try and scan for a title for the note. But it just it doesn't turn. It doesn't display. But it doesn't it turn. I know, text. which I think is really yeah. which it's is a, really weird. It's odd. It's kind of a weird half measure. Right, I agree. But it's kind of cool that it at least does that. Yeah, I wish it took it a step further because I just I, agree, I don't want to go back and read my awful handwriting. <laughs> like it seems like if you can improve that <laughs> yeah. for me, just do that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes there are times when you, when I mean, I have a few notes that are like, you know, I've drawn circles and arrows and stuff like that where I don't want it to turn the text into print. But yeah, uh, but like for the most s- part, no. I would like the option. I feel like if you, if you're machine learning, that's something machine learning should be good at is figuring out what things yes. are text and what things are not text. Well, no, I just mean, but like in something where I'm dr- doing a drawing, I don't want it to just automatically turn that stuff into print. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's it seems like yeah. it could it could work a little smoother. But yeah. yes, 
Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it should just have some sort of a button that says now go through and turn all this into text if you want to. If you want to, if you feel like it. Yeah. I don't know. How are you feeling, iOS? <laughs> no, no, I mean, if I feel like it, nope. not if the iPad mm, feels like that's it. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, could you maybe turn this into text? <laughs> if you have the time, could you? Are you busy? I don't want to bother you. you I know you're busy. Anything going on? If they don't listen to every episode, they might not know that they could earn their computer science postback degree online from Oregon State University eCampus with flexible academic plans to help you balance your studies with work and life. A postback allows you to use your existing bachelor's degree in any field and take only computer science courses to earn a second bachelor's degree online. The best part? You don't need any previous computer science training to enroll. Learn more and take the next step at ecampus.oregonstate.edu. Did you have something else? I thought Lex had something else he wanted to say, but I don't I, know. I, no, I, I, no, you guys covered it all. <laughs> oh, we covered it all? Everything? Yeah. We've covered all of technology. All right. well, that's good. Finally.